Welcome to another episode of That's Dicey. I'm Andrew, and today we're doing session two of our Pathfinder second edition campaign. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to Jojo, who is going to give us a recap of what happened in session one. So we, my dear listeners, are known as Fablers, and we, Intrepid 3, uh seek to to travel the known verse and make people's stories live to their full potential their 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 legacy you know their their stuff a, stuff a legend and in so doing uh we've got some tenets and we've got the the tenets of empathy and understanding and the importance of controlling one's narrative and so like that's where the story of Palaganis uh, takes us. We arrive on a tropical island, and there was is a sheep shepherd that has relatively untroubled his whole life, um, but is can, can often be misconstrued um, as a monster because of their disposition. But they would like to be a musician and string a seven string lyre, um, but their nightmare is being forgotten. It's very sad. Uh, so we want to, to make sure that they have a strong life that they can be proud of. And we traveled, the island is very tropical, very beautiful. And we came across three artificer, super genius giants. I think they were giants. I'm pretty sure they were giants. Um, and they invented laser tag and also general city infrastructure. Um, also I think there was a frozen lightning bolt uh lots of magical artifacts and we can super mario jump through paintings uh 64 style um and now you know we arrive at sandy beaches where our friend is being melancholy and we're going to bolster their spirits how's that for a recap was that okay that was legit that that was everything that happened hell yeah Ten out of ten. Would hire for ten. Out of ten. <laughs> Jinx. Tight, tight, tight. Glad I was able to deliver. So it was beach time, and uh, our guy is is moping. Is moping? Is he moping? Is that what's happening? Is he moping? He he was moping until the banner went up that said Palaganis Island Annual Speed Dating, and uh, you can see that there's a. Uh, Tables getting set up and people moving about. And, yeah, um, he's he's thrilled. He's rushing over there to help out. Uh, I guess that's where we begin. Um, we have this, uh, you know, down here next to the beach. We have this cool, you know, ocean breeze going over, and uh, yeah, uh, there's birds fluttering over. The sound of the waves crashing behind you, and. Uh, yeah, ahead of you is an assortment, like an array of people from, it looks like everywhere. Um, uh, because you sort of went across this whole island and you didn't see really any of these people. Um, and uh, looking off the edge of the cliff, big giant cruise ship uh, that probably brought all these people here. Yeah, and they're, yeah, they're setting up all the tables and stuff. Um, and... Palaganis is is rushing over there to help. He runs off, starts moving tables, um, setting stuff up, and uh, we sort of sweep around 
to look at the three of you. What is it you guys do in this moment? What is the size of a Tengu compared to a Cyclops? Uh, uh, So your height is really a decision that you get to make, but if we're going based on the average, um, Alleganus is a good four feet taller than you on average, just based on... Okay, so it's not quite a... It's not quite a I fly up on his shoulder type situation. Uh, no, you, you, you cannot be his parrot. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a really obvious Cyrano de Bergerac situation. <laughs> uh, is, so he went and ran ran off to go help set up, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I... I d- these other people to, that are coming to set up, can we see them? Are they readily visible from where we are? Oh yeah, yeah, they're not that far ahead of you. Uh, setting up like right there where you were, sort of just a little further out. Sure, sure. Can I like I don't know like eyeball the people? Are they also cyclops, or do they appear to be just another kind of of people? Uh, there are all sorts of all sorts of people. Um, there is a. 13 foot like peach blossom tree it's animated moving around um oh, okay yeah there's a there's a six foot bipedal wolf uh that's wearing like this like crazy looking armor running around helping out um and then there's an otter like zipping through uh yeah uh that's uh, i right. guess from your like cursory glance that's your like those are people you see moving about, but there there are more people than those three just helping out, uh, setting up tables, okay, and cool. cards and other well, stuff. Well, I I would definitely uh, go to help. I am basically an elemental bender, and imagine I can help quite a bit moving elements twenty feet in any direction. So maybe I can like buffet some air and. You know, light some stuff on fire. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so in the uh, centerpiece of these like uh, tables that they're setting up, there is a uh, a candle, um, and it's sort of floating on water. Uh, and yeah, uh, there's you know, there's the candle, there's the the floating water stuff, there's like tablecloths. So yeah, if you just want to go around and you know, either fill up the like vases with water and light the candles, totally do that. Uh, all right. Um, anybody else? What is everybody else doing? I think I'd also want to go help. Just stick around, Palaganis. Okay. Let's mute it again. I too will assist. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, with uh, with everyone in motion, you know, doing all the things, uh, uh, it gets done pretty quickly. Um, all your tables and stuff are set up. Everything's ready to go. And uh, Palaganis goes up to the front area where there's like sort of a a like booth table thing going on. And uh, essentially, from the looks of the people that went before Palaganis, they get a number, and the number corresponds to a card on a table. And uh, yeah, uh, and they just sort of go to that table. Is there, like, are there any, um, 
beverages. Beverages? Uh, yeah, you know, like, is anyone rolling out casks of ale or anything? Uh, I, I just want to get a, I just want to get a drink. Um, not that you can see. Uh, there is a, there is like a water station, you know, where like people get water. That works too. Yeah. I, I go over to the. I go over to the water station. I fill up that cup, and I I take a little take a little drink. <laughs> uh, it uh it it tastes like water, um, but you get the strange sense that you're thinking it tastes like water. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just a cup, cup with water. Okay, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, I mean, suspiciously uh... normal water. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I thought the cup was uh. I thought it did something. Oh, it, it definitely does something, but it doesn't happen <laughs> when you fill it with water. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a mystery. Isn't that cool? Aren't mystery magic <laughs> items awesome? <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get sidetracked as Huggins searches for the magical elixir that goes in this cup. Yeah. Uh as uh I guess do you do you do you drink all the water in the cup? Yeah, sure. What could go wrong? Okay. Famous last words. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you drink some water, and uh, Palaganis collects his number, and uh, he goes to the table that corresponds with uh, that matching number. And uh, if we were one of those cool podcasts that uh, had a, you know, an infinite catalog of music that we could uh, utilize, um, this is where that uh, that dreadful fight music occurs uh, oh no and uh yeah you can uh you can hear it almost uh video video game fight music yeah yeah and uh okay, got it and yeah we have like this uh flash you know flicker through all the different tables we look at all the different people uh palaganis is sit- seated across from the uh the you know animated peach tree that uh, you saw earlier and uh the uh speed dating begins the bell rings and uh from like the dust on the ground this like tenderly like coil things just like rise up from the dust and uh you hear like whispers but they're not like coherent enough to make out words it's just like this like low whispering noise as these tendrils kind of move and uh um we're gonna roll initiative oh snap uh yeah um so i will give you the option here because you were uh you were helping set up um you were doing things you can roll the flat perception right to uh do your uh initiative which is the base like basic thing that everyone does or uh i will give you the opportunity to petition that you were doing something else um stealth can work here other skills can work here you can roll a different skill yeah so hmm. you said it was just your perception skill uh yeah so for initiative i don't see my perception skill where's oh perception's its own special thing yeah I rolled a 13 for perception. 13. All right. I am opening everyone's character sheet. So, pardon me if I make a bunch of noise. 
Did I mess up my perception? Because I rolled a 28. <laughs> Plus 11. That feels wrong. I don't know. That sounds mm-hmm. that sounds correct. I have, yeah, I have okay. a plus nine, so it feels right. So, um, Joe, Joe rolled 13. I think because I'm a cat, I was probably doing some, like, stringing up of lights up high, and I was probably up somewhere where I had a really good vantage point. Uh-huh. So I'm petitioning to have advantage on my perception check. Um, you know, uh, what is your thing is plus nine? Okay, sure. Yeah, let's do it. First one was a 27. Second one was a 16. I didn't need it. It's a 27. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that will be... Uh, Patrick, you are first. What do you do as, uh, as I guess this, uh, this thing happens? Um, so for some weird specters coming up out of the dust, you said, yeah, like some like tenderly like things coming out of the dust over there. Uh, I will first look at uh, Sanjo and be like, Are you seeing this? Am I I crazy? Say who or what? Am I seeing it? Do I see it? Oh uh, yeah, all of you see it. I'm just conf- ah, cool. I I, I I believe my eyes must be deceiving me. Say, no, I, I see it too. I look confuzzled. I look real furrowed brows, and uh, put my my hand over to shade my eyes in further staring. I'm not, I'm trying not to meta game super hard, but I mean phantoms coming out of the dust. They seem they seem aggressive, or are they perhaps here for the speed dating. Oh no, they're lonely. Oh my god. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. This is worse now. Now I don't. Now they're coming back. This is awful. This is broken-hearted people. I'm, make them scary again. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I made the spectral abominations the uh, sad characters. Oops. <laughs> uh, I I think from uh, from the uh, like way that they move and shift that you can discern that they have intent, but not necessarily if the intent is malicious. I suppose they're here to do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Well. You know, I'm making an executive decision here. Huggins doesn't like uh, spectral shadow people. Huggins They're just sneaking up on, on everyone. So I'm going to go over there and clobber them with my cane. All right. What's the meaning of this? Just give them a bonk. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess bonk. go ahead and give me the good old attack roll. Swing, swing, oh God, swing, Where swing. is that? I don't actually know. I'm looking at your character sheet. I would assume it's the same as your beak or fist, so... If you just want to click one of those. Okay. 24. 24 is going to... 24 for bonking. 24 is going to do it. Um, Go ahead and roll damage. And bonk he does. That's why I wrote this down. Oh, here we go. Equipment. What is the damage of a sword cane if I haven't drawn the sword? Uh, It is the same as a staff. What does staff damage? Because, yeah, it counts as a... 
Oh, interesting. Well, I guess I guess I'm wrong. Um, it's a D6, and then you have a plus two. Oh, okay. Plus two to that, um, but it's bludgeoning and not piercing damage. It's the same damage, gotcha. no matter which way you use it. It's just different type. Woo! Three points. <laughs> uh yeah, you yeah. Uh, absolute minimum. You uh, hit one of those uh, tendrils, uh, and uh, they sort of like. Shout, what's the meaning of this? They sort of like coil around each other and then uncoil in like a very like a uh, uh, Final Fantasy style thing. You know, when you hit like a you, when you do the move and you hit a thing, and it does like its motion. I got hit. Oh, like like a recoil animation. Yeah, yeah, but they like they like furl okay. up around each other and then they unfurl again into three separate tendrils. Uh, now, um, pantry, pantry, pantry. Oh God! I, I say this with uh, all of all of the niceness that I have in my spirit. He's lying. Make <laughs> a will saving throw. No problem. I got this. Fourteen. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, <okay>. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. You got this. He, he, he has this one in the bag. Now, um, as you uh, as you hit this tendril, um, those whispers <laughs> amplify into a voice, and you you hear uh a uh, a familiar voice, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna segue jump into uh some sort of flashback here, and uh, I'm gonna ask you. To describe a moment where you failed that sticks with you Ooh. to this day. Oh, I don't. So, suddenly, I am transported back to my sailing days aboard uh, a galleon of some kind. I haven't really worked out the details. Um, there's a fire on the deck. Uh, sailors running around attempting to keep the ship from uh, some unknown fate. And I'm looking out at the sea, and there's some uh, some monstrous sea creature that is attacking the ship, which um, after a, a sickening crunch of the hull is, is sinking. And uh, I'm one of the first to flee. Oh no. Uh, yeah. You, you are stricken with this vision and uh, you, you feel it like as if you're there back on the boat and then you flash back to being in front of these tendrils. And uh, I will, I will blink once or twice. And I will look to Sanjo because he's closest. And I will say, I don't think these guys are on the guest list. <laughs> I did not see their name tag either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's your your turn. Unless you want to do something else, you have three actions. So your attack there is one. Then you can do two other actions. There are lists of other like actions you can do in the skills and actions column. There's like something else you wanna you wanna try out here. Um, I didn't know I had so much I could do on my turn. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking over my uh, feats and features. Is there anything I can climb up on? Uh, yeah. Um, there are like poles with like those string lights. Uh, that go across. Oh, cool! Um, you. Oh, sick! Looking to looking to that. Uh, that's where uh, Kit Kat is. Is still up there, uh, up there by the lights. Yeah. Okay, I wanna I wanna climb one of these poles. Okay. Um, and then if I can still do something with my turn, I wanna I wanna 
I want to untie one of the lines and swing and make a swinging attack as I uh, as I pass the. I'm gonna try and aim for the shadow thing and. Uh, yeah. Um, and this time use the the sword part of the cane. Uh, yeah, you can for sure. You can for sure do that. That's definitely a thing. Uh, there is only, I guess, one caveat to that. Uh, your second attack Yo. takes a uh, penalty to uh, the, the number you roll. So it is. I'm okay with this. A minus five. So uh, you you roll your you roll your number. You add fourteen, and then you subtract five. Uh, you can do this in the uh, demiplane by clicking that little tab down uh, next to the 14 and there's you'll see second attack and third attack and it'll do the math for you there too so uh the climbing i think you just got it you've you're you've done climbing up rigging and working on moving boats so like a stationary pole doesn't seem like a complicated thing so I will just have Plus to I took combat climber. I'll just uh have you roll the attack and see how that goes. Alright. Uh where does it show up on the I'm just gonna do this the old fashioned way. Oof. Uh seventeen? A seventeen does not do it. Um Curse it, I squawk. Yeah. Uh you actually have a <laughs> a feature called squawk. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's Whenever I fail, I squawk. What is it? What does it do? Uh... Um, it's it's only a charisma thing, I think. But oh, yeah, just I for see. fun, I go as I as I miss. Okay. I, like... I think it's it's meant for when I fail a charisma roll. Uh... That's my turn. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, so you climb up. You climb up the you know pole thing. You disconnect the lights and uh, you do this full swing. And uh, people at the table are like so invested in oh, these, shit. like in these like conversations they're having with the speed dating that it they it doesn't phase them at all as you like swing oh, by over God. the top of a table and uh just like yodeling and I think I think like uh huh I forgot you, to ask if anyone else can see the specters. <laughs> uh I think you know you have the you have the uh you know you pulled the sword out of the cane and you come through and you swing at the at the tendrils. And I think what happens is is you know how like you have that like uh momentum, you know, when you swing, when you do the follow through. I think like the the lights spin you around. So you're like spinning on the on the rope of lights and that's how you like end up missing. Um but you are on a swing. You are from the string lights. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> all <laughs> uh, yeah uh but you are on the uh opposite side continuing that arc and that's where we'll leave you um and we'll go to <laughs> steph it is your turn okay um i don't like these spooky tendrils i'm going to i think i'm going to cast magic missile how many tendrils are there can i shoot like one missile at each one. Uh, yeah, there there are three. Perfect. I got three missiles. Yeah. Um, these are auto hit, I believe. So. All right. First one is four damage. Uh, Second one is three damage. Next one is five damage. Uh, so um, 
I guess the, the question I have is what one do you want to do? I mean, what damage do you want to do to the one that Huggins hit already? Uh, four damage. Okay, cool. Uh, I want that. All right. Uh, is that, does that take up all three of your actions? Or is that only a two? No, that's one action. That's one action. That's legit. Yeah. Dang. Magic missile is yes. That that's crazy. One action. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> He's shook. No, that's crazy. I'm just like wait. Oh wait. No, you're right. That's three actions. In in D and D it's one action, but on here it's three, so that's that I ask if you could just become a magic missile machine gun. <laughs> okay. Dope. Uh, Alright, um well then uh it is uh it is the tendrils turn. Uh, oh no! A uh, the tendrils get like barraged with this like. Uh, what does your magic missile look like? Oh, I want it to be like a little like cat claw. It's a little hooked claw. Awesome. Hmm? Uh, yeah, they get they get like swiped at by these like you know cat claws that come out. Uh, and uh. They do the, you know, coil thing. They wrap around each other again. And then they unwrap. And uh, this is the first time uh, you see them separate. Uh, and uh, one of the tendrils kind of dissipates into, like, the ground. And uh, you see it appear behind Palaganus. And uh, a, a a hand of sorts forms. It, a normal-looking hand, right? Like, like a... One would say like a like a like a a human hand, but uh, for you all never seeing humans before, uh, the 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 hand looks like you know I don't know what I guess whatever like the cyclops hand yeah yeah whatever uh, whatever being you you'd imagine it to be, but it's not as big as as a cyclops hand. It's like a small version of a cyclops hand, and it kind of kind of reaches out. And touches Palaganus on the shoulder, and uh, you uh, you see Palaganus's focus just shift for for a second, and uh, the uh, the peach blossom tree kind of looks at him in confusion, and uh, he catches back up to himself and uh, continues the conversation, and uh, everything seems to be okay, but this hand is like on his shoulder. Yeah. Like, is it a disembodied hand? Like, like, is there? Does he have a ghost hand on his shoulder and he's walking yeah. around? Well, yeah. So there's like, uh, there's like the tendril, and then like the end of the tendril is this hand. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> the uh, second uh, sort of tendril uh, dissipates under the ground, but this one doesn't pop up. Uh, and the third tendril stays still and doesn't do anything. And uh, uh, it's uh, your turn, Jojo. Mm, dislike. Okay. Well, how about that? Okay. So I think, I don't know if this will work necessarily, but the the hand is still on his shoulder, right? Yeah. Okay. So I have a move uh, under my class feats called ash strider it's i can discorporate into a cloud of whirling ash and stride 
Um, this movement doesn't trigger reactions, and I can move through spaces and tiny cracks. Ignore difficult terrain. The first creature you pass through during this movement takes 3d6 fire damage with a basic reset effect slave, uh, save. Um, Ash lingers around you after your movement is complete, granting you concealment until the start of your next turn. So what I want to do is I want to turn into like an ash cloud and like I want to be the the breeze that blows over Pelagannis's shoulder and I want to singe the uh you know spi my spicy cloud against their depression cl cloud and um target the hand as I as I mist over Pelagannis's shoulder and he won't even know that I was there cuz I'll have concealment and I'll I'll, I'll be the unseen uh, moral support. Ooh, um, I like that. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that 100% works. Um, does it... Uh, He's got to do a, a basic reflex save against my class DC, which I uh, I don't know what it is. I remember we had this discussion and I had to find it, like, somewhere buried in in something but i'm just gonna roll the dice because yeah that's a 12 so i'm pretty sure pretty sure that doesn't do it i'm, I'm just gonna say it doesn't do because i remember it being higher so uh yeah um so go ahead and roll the damage 3d6 oh a maximum spice 15 15 spicy damage okay uh now I'm gonna get uh, a, a little a little strange, I suppose. But um, what does like uh, my brain is imagining that there's like a uh, like a a part of like you know this becoming the cloud uh, that has like a an essence to it, right? Maybe that's like a a, a scent, or maybe it's a feeling. Uh, but describe what. Palaganus feels as this like breeze passes. Give me something it's, sensory. It, yeah. <laughs> over cresting over Palaganus's shoulder is like a warm dusting of like cinnamon and uh that that smell of like fresh rain uh in the forest and like campfire just that those smells of like summer wilderness um a light meanwhile the 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 hand of smoke is just being burned like very quietly being singed uh on the corresponding shoulder and then it just you know it's it's a cloud of ash so it would just look like gray dust or or charcoal like dust uh, before it would reapparate, you know, somewhere around the corner. Um, man, that's cool. All right. Uh, in the uh, in the in the top right corner of your character sheet, is a thing that says hero points. Um, let me have you add <laughs> one of those over there. Oh, cool. And uh, essentially, you can use that to uh, get advantage on stuff, and you can also use it to if you are dying. Uh, you spend all of your hero points to go back to one health. So, oh, I see. Those are super legit to have. Yeah. Cool. Good to know. Uh, what? I gotta not look at chat. 
avoid chat at all costs. <laughs> what the? All right. Uh, I just heard it like mind me. It just it just pinged, and I was like, "What?" All right, anyway, um, yeah. So that hand just like disappears into nothingness, and uh, the tendril sort of like shrinks down into like a, a puffy cloud, and uh, then poof, it's gone. Um, yeah. Uh, now the uh, last nice. tendril is gonna go, and uh, instead of moving, it uh, it like circles around itself and you see like a uh, a beam of like just gray attach itself to Palaganus. Um and uh as that happens Palaganus has this like look on his face where he's like jarred like shocked by like what's going on and uh then he refocuses again he gets back to like the conversation he's having with the with the uh peach tree uh, and uh what a sentence. He gets back to the conversation he was having with the peach tree. Yeah. Um he uh yeah, he gets back to that conversation and uh what uh what I think there is a, a moment uh in that confusion seconds before he goes back to the conversation where he's kinda like looking around and uh you think this is a this is an a a a plea for help. Um <clears throat> And uh, we loop back around to our our swinging friend Huggins. Um, you are you are on the backswing, uh, swinging down uh, back towards the single tendril now that is there that has this like gray beam. And it was okay. I will activate my boots to kind of guide the direction I swing in and go in to try and. Uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight at the tendril that is affecting Pelagianus and then like release myself off of the line and kind of try and tackle into it uh to get it uh get its attention on me instead. Okay. All right. Uh yeah. Um you know what? Roll roll that uh roll that attack with, with advantage. Cause that just it seems cool. Nice. <laughs> um, um, um. Where is it? I, I keep clicking melee attack, and it's not like showing up. The cane, yeah, I don't know. Old-fashioned way. I don't know why it's not there. It's strange. An eighteen, an eighteen, and a nineteen. Okay, uh, is that after the after adding fourteen? Yes, they were very bad rolls. <laughs> Nobody judge me. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, as long as it's attacking me and not Palaganus, we're good. Yeah. Uh, with a uh, with a nineteen, um, you can yeah um, yeah with a nineteen you hit yeah uh, so are you just attempting to like hit the thing or do you want to segue that into like trying to grapple it? I'm straight up trying to grapple it. Okay. Um. So then make a athletics check. Boy, here we go. Why do all my rolls not show up? Oh, here it is. Um, thirty-one. Yeah. Uh, you yeah you grab that. Okay, grab that tendril. Uh... <laughs> tendril acquired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so that was an attack. The grapple. Um, so you do have one more action that you can do. I will shout, have at the scoundrel, and uh, beak it. 
okay. So uh, that'll be the regular attack, and then minus five. Gotcha. Twenty-two. Uh, yeah, that hits. Um, so roll, roll that damage. Ah. So one d six plus two, six points. You uh, you beak at the tendril, and uh, it it doesn't feel like it's a corporeal thing anymore. And uh, you see the little cloud form down beneath you, and then poof away, and you're sort of like hugging yourself. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> to, to anyone who's not paying attention, it just looks like I tackled the ground. Yeah. Just, oof. Fall unceremoniously. He's swinging from the lights, tackling the ground. What a what a lunatic. That's we call him Huggins. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Steph, it is going to be your go. Um, you. All right. Um. So, the peach tree that Pelagianus is talking to, is that the first round of speed dating? Uh, yes, and uh, that um, is going to end after this round. Ah. You have a... Uh, okay. You have a semblance of like how long each of the dates are in time, so you would know it's about to end really soon. But he does look like he's like not feeling himself. That he needs some help. He did that kind of shuffle I, look around. Yeah, I was going to use my action to just kind of like go give him a pep talk of like, hey, it looked like you were having a really great conversation over there. Like, I hope you think it went as well as we did and go you. And can I like hold my action to just do that when the, the round ends? Uh, like use my action I guess right now to like make my way over because I think I'm still on top of a roof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, then for sure. just when when I get over there, just talk him up like, yeah, look at you. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, I guess what? What skill do you want to use in this? Uh... Oh boy. Um. And honestly, performance. If... Performance. All right, that's legit. Okay. Uh, yeah, as part of my charisma. So, um, yeah, go ahead and roll that now, and then talk about it at the end of the round. All right, I got a twenty-five. Dope. All right. Uh, the uh tendril that disappeared um uh underneath the underneath the ground uh reappears as a uh like it is sort of like a a I don't. What is a good way to describe? It's sort of like a bubble, right? Uh, is the best way to say it. It's like a bubble of this like gray smoke, um, and uh, it floats its way over to Palaganus. Pops, and um, uh, yeah, uh, the bubble floats its way over there and pops, and uh, you can see Palaganus is visibly being overwhelmed by whatever just happened uh but is you know fighting through it um and the uh the peach tree is like oh this is uh this this conversation is getting a little strange uh, and uh yeah uh, and then it will be jojo's turn okay all right all right so there's still is it still revealed or is it hidden uh it just appeared as a bubble and then the bubble popped like this cloud mm -hmm. 
of like the gray smoke kind of surfaced around uh, Palaganus, and then you saw him visibly get upset. Uh, and uh, the peach trees say that the conversation is getting a little weird, but you do not see a tendril or a smoke sort of like just popped up over there. All right. Um, I don't see it. It just kind of popped up. Um, but it is a smoke. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know necessarily how to go through this, but I have the class ele- uh, class feature extract element. I can extract elemental matter from a creature's body to weaken it and take its power for its own. Target a creature within 30 feet that has a trait matching one of your kinetic elements. I have air. Um, the target takes 2d4 damage of no damage type and become susceptible to your impulses depending on your fortitude save on its fortitude save against my dc which is 22 i found it it was 22 okay so on a success or failure changes the damage all right let me let me just roll roll in Uh, okay Uh, that's an 11 an 11 that's a, that's a fail, my friend. Uh, so it's 2d4. So that'll be 5 points of damage. And then if the target normally has a resistance that would apply to damage for one of your impulses, ignore that resistance. If it would be immune to that damage type, it instead has resistance equal to its level. Um, these effects last for 5 minutes or until your kinetic aura ends, whichever comes first. Uh, oh, extra D4, because I have a level up button, I guess. Um, okay. uh, uh, but So it'll be just one more point, so a total of six points. But um, it failed. Uh, was it critical failure? What counts as a critical failure? Uh, five. Uh, so uh, it's More than five? More than five, yeah. So it, it, it oh. did critically fail and, if... Yeah. Then as a so it was total of twelve. Then as a as a failure on a critical failure, the creature takes double damage, and so I rolled total six. So it was a total of twelve. Oh, um, but I just want to like you know I want to airbender that that silly little cloud, and I'm just gonna like disco you know like the disco eighties dance with the lasso. I'm yeah. gonna lasso it to me as my airbending, um, and I will make a sash out of the bad vibes. Okay, that's legit. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess as you uh, as you draw in this uh, this cloud of smoke using your air abilities, uh, what is uh what does it look like? I guess as you like shake them off, like get rid of them, uh, because you like I gotten rid of this this cloud of smoke. It's uh it's going to dissipate. I um. I'm going to pull it around me like a sash, you know, and then the sash is just going to spin out. Like, have you ever seen like in cartoons where it's like they make like a ring of smoke, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm and then like you can blow it and like it would like be an expanding circle. I'm doing like an expanding like circle upwards, you know, like Mario uh down b super smash bros you know i want to kind of get the uh, hula hoop it upwards into the sky into you know the great realm beyond okay uh yeah it uh 
it uh, ascends up there and uh i think it's going and going and uh and then uh it just just goes away and sort of like meshes in with like the uh the clouds in the sky uh yeah that's that uh that's the thing and uh that this ends the round which brings uh kid cat to uh alleganus after the uh speed date with uh the peach tree and uh Alleganus is like i uh i felt good going in and then you know there's like these like memories and things and i just i, I don't know how well it went uh but they seem really nice they're they're really cool um yeah uh, also have never I ever talked did. to a peach <laughs> i give him a like I mean, I can't really do a pat on the back because he's so much taller than me. Maybe like a chummy, like, you know, punch, you know, like a not real punch, but like just knocking him with my fist a little bit like, hey, and it's like, hey, like you put yourself out there from what I saw. They were having a good time and it might not be an immediate connection, but you're planting seeds. They're going to think about you. and. This is only round one. You got this. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, all right. Sounds good. And I'm gonna walk away, and I'm just kind of like, because, like, I'm not the touchy-feely, hype-up-your-friends type, but I'm trying real hard. Yeah. They gave you the, sh- the shakes. It's like, it's not what I'm used to, uh, but I'm doing the right thing. And, uh, yeah, you see, uh, you see some uh like uh small little uh pixie type uh fluttering around moving the cards around putting them back in different places on different tables and then uh once they're all set Palaganus goes and uh, uh across from Palaganus is uh is a uh the bipedal wolf person um they have like splashes of like deep gray uh to like white fur and then they have like splotches of red fur um and they're wearing this like shiny iridescent armor that like in the light switches from like this green to purple uh and the uh plates of the armor kind of like stack on top sort of like uh roof tiles right they stack on top of each other um yeah uh and they they have like a serious face when they sit down uh but uh from the look of Alleganis, you can see that your talk did do something. Oh good. He does not look as shaken as he was at the end of the round. Mm-hmm. And uh now um we are going to do uh some uh some rapid fire stuff here, I guess. Um uh, Alleganis is in conversation with the, the bipedal fox uh wolf person um and uh yeah uh it seems to be going well um the uh the tendrils don't appear to be anywhere in sight uh and uh yeah uh it seems like everything's going well with this uh with this date and then uh we uh are going to i'm gonna give you all um a turn to do stuff while nothing is happening um and then We'll get to uh, 
the end of this date. We'll talk about how that went. Um, and then, uh, All right. yeah, and then we'll go on to the next one and then we'll do the same thing. Uh, and then we'll wrap speed dating. Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, we'll just say, so there's no immediate, there's no immediate threats. Uh, no, um, not that you can see. Uh, so yeah, uh, you would go first, uh, Patrick Huggins is up. Um, I'm, I'm really just devoting myself to making sure that the bad touch monster doesn't screw up this, this, uh, second speed date. What, what's, what's like holding your action like in Pathfinder? Uh, it's, uh, it's very... I should be on guard. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can, uh, can be like on the lookout for stuff. Uh, Are we, are we looking like, are we just watching over Palaganus, I guess? Or are we like looking at... Pretty much. If the if the bad touch listen, I'm here to help Palaganus. If the bad touch monster goes and makes someone else relive their horrible whatevers, eh, kind of like a uh, ablative armor. Okay, legit. Um, okay. Uh, then that will be your turn. Uh, Steph, you're up. Um, I think I'm gonna climb up back onto either the same roof I was in or a nearby tree something tall and just make a perception check do i see anything else fishy all right give me the perception check that's a 25 um no um i will give you with a with a 25 perception that um you do notice that the uh wolf fox person is is armed (laughs) but uh, Hmm. not uh not anything else um Everyone, we really need this one to go well. Everyone seems to be doing doing all right. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary. Although you you think it's kind of strange that a person is armed at a blind date, <laughs> speed dating thing. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, nothing. Did you want to all do right. anything else? Can I um kind of like signal to one of my friends and just like keep an eye on the wolf person? Uh, yeah. Um, just you... like gesture to them and then like point to like wherever the weapon is but on my body just like eh, 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 eh. Mm-hmm. yeah um uh, i guess um who who do you want to tell because uh, i think mm-hmm. both of them are in, invisibly see you they're not like hiding they're both what they both can see you so they're not like hidden so you can either one of them um, then I'm gonna, I think, hold on one sec. I have forgotten both of your character names, so I'm... It's okay. The monkey is Sandro. Okay, and the bird is who? Huggins. Huggins. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna Sorry, I was muted. to Sandro, I think. Okay. I, I clock it, and I make excessive monkey hand signs. Uh, in confirmation, <laughs> like just way too many hand gestures, but in comfort, <laughs> like five extra words that were unnecessary. Um, and then, um, I'm going, is it, uh, is it like my turn in initiative? Yep. Okay. So, under the pretense, this is a double edged sword here, but while under the pretense of watching, I have the general feat for being trained in diplomacy. Uh, no cause for alarm. Action. It costs all three. 
Um, I attempt to reduce a panic. I attempt a diplomacy check, comparing it to will DC of creatures in a 10-foot emanation around me who are frightened. Each of them is temporarily immune for one hour. Um, and then if there's a critical success, the frightened value goes down by two. If it's a success, it goes uh, frightened value by one. But I want to use that to let everyone know to let their guards down and be themselves. And, you know, just give it a chance. Aww. Believe in believe in love, you know? Um, I, I enjoy all of this. Uh, <laughs> I, I, okay. I will add that... Uh, um, Actually, you know what? Roll, roll the dice, and then and then I'll I'll, I'll decide what I'm doing. <laughs> to do a diplomacy check. How do I? Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, diplomacy. Oh no! Can I spend a hero point? <laughs> I rolled a one plus eleven. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do I do I do I re-roll? Yeah. Okay. Wow, that was terrible. Re-roll, baby. Let's go. Oh my god, it's a two. No! <laughs> oh no! Uh, wow. So, um, Total of 13. So, so, yeah, walk me through what happens. Tell I'll, me. Tell me all about it. I'll start with the good. <laughs> your, uh, okay. Your, your, your action is successful, but um, good, good. it is the, uh, the most awkward thing. Uh, <laughs> essentially essentially you have uh you're like everyone's chatting and talking and like engaging with their you know speed dating person and uh you sort of walk out and you're like hey everyone and everyone stops and looks at you and like they're not doing their speed dating and they're watching you and paying attention to you talk about how like they need to you know be calm and enjoy themselves and you know like uh so it's like a weird like like if there were there was a couple on a date and then some guy just walked up and was like hey you guys you should you should just let go of everything and enjoy your date <laughs> and uh, yeah so you, i'm yeah, helping you, you have everyone looking at you like this but uh, <laughs> uh it uh it seems to uh it seems to work like it strengthens like the conversation it seems like they're doing good um and better for it but there is that like crazy awkward moment of like what is this guy doing why why did he the, stop the everyone's date to say this <laughs> the second hand embarrassment is strong um yeah all right uh so uh a few more few a little bit more time passes and uh Palaganis wraps up his date and uh he uh saunters over uh to Huggins this time uh, and uh is like hey uh I uh I th I think I think that actually went really well it, it seemed like seemed like it it went great um I I don't I don't know what uh I don't, I don't know what happened with the you know everyone enjoy yourself part uh that was a little strange but uh you know i, I made a joke out of it and uh we laughed and it was good um yeah uh i think i'm doing it i will say nice i'll say nice and i'll give him a i'll give him a, a fist bump also i have a question for you two questions one when you said that those things were like ethereal does that mean that i'm dealing less damage or no damage uh, what is it? Who is it? What? The tendrils? 
You you had said the tendrils were like ethereal when I was hitting them with my staff. Uh, so they have or cane. I mean <clears throat> cane. They have physical form um, that you can hit, but uh, okay. When they when they fade under the ground or when they are like gone they disappear into like a puff of smoke so uh you had it grappled okay you had it grappled but then you like smashed it with your beak and it disappeared into nothingness so and then um has all my swinging around given me a state of panache Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm assuming that's how panache works all right i I don't think now now can i in can I in any way impart my my swag onto uh, Palaganus? Whoa! Like, is there any way I can in, I can help him sw- with my panache? Imparting the swag. Um. Yeah, you, yeah. You know what? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, like, I essentially want him to have the uh, charisma equivalent of confident finisher. Uh, let's see. What is? Uh, all right. Uh. The, you gain an elegant finishing attack, or in this case, a conversational topic? Question mark. When you have panache, the finisher <laughs> trait is described in the key terms section. You gain the confident finisher action. Yeah, uh, he know. gets a really good talking point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I will. Um... Like through through the fist bump, he's he is uh, his confidence is bolstered. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna have you. That's so awesome. I'm gonna have you roll uh, like you're doing the strike, right? Just roll an attack, and uh, okay, yeah. Um, oh, and on failure, it's half damage. So, all right, here we go. Oh shit! Okay, uh, I got a critical success. Oh my god! Yes. Uh, Finally, my new dice have have decided <laughs> that they're gonna help. Yeah. Um. So you uh. You put your hand out to fist bump Palaganus, and uh, Palaganus uh, sort of takes like uh, his index finger, taps the end of your fist. <laughs> and, uh, I forgot about the yeah. And uh, is like, uh, and I guess what do you uh, what what do you tell him as you're doing this fist bump? You said nice, and then like I guess give me something, give me something you say. If you actually want. Something of substance from me, I will say, like, like listen, man, um, I, I get the feeling that you are a really great storyteller, but maybe today, time to listen to other other people's stories, and I'll fist bump him. Be like, you got this. The wink. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he goes and uh, finds his next table, and uh, as uh, as I've already described, a uh, a, a sentient otter. Sits across from him, um, and he. Otters have the best stories. He is uh, chatting up with the otter, and we're gonna do uh, another round of everyone going. Uh, I guess we'll start with uh, Steph. Um, what do we do in this uh, inner room section here while we're waiting for the day to end? Um, what's that wolf up to? Uh, at another table, um, speed dating someone else. Um, can I go for another perception check then? Sure. Because I'm still up high. Oh, that's only a 16. Okay. Um, you see that, uh, up where the, uh, main, like, booth thing where the numbers were, that, uh, they have, uh, 
started to take that apart and they're setting up a, a stage with uh, with the microphone and some other stuff going on. The microphone is actually a, a magic rock uh, attached to like a, mm-hmm. a pole. And uh, yeah, that's that's what you see. Um, Joe, Joe, what are we yes. doing? What are we doing? Um, I, I feel, I don't think I have any particular particular tricks or shenanigans this time. Um, I have a general aid action and I would just like to be generally helpful. Okay. You know? Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Starts yeah. picking up little like hors d'oeuvres and passing them out to the tables. Yeah, I can put a little plate on my tail. It's a prehensile tail. I can, you know, refill water with it. Uh, yeah, all right, dope. Um, so this date goes smooth as well. Um, doesn't appear that Palaganus is like stressed with anything at all. Uh, and you can see the uh the glimmers of uh these like bodes of confidence that you've given him uh sort of flowing in his conversation with his otter and uh nice you can see he also has taken uh huggins advice that he is uh he's listening to the otter who uh if uh as like i guess sancho passes the the table um you get a a little bit of what the otter is talking about and it's a it's wizard adventures and wizardry and uh, spells. And it seems like uh, the otter is a wizard and uh, he does some magical adventures. Uh, and uh, we end that date. Uh, Palaganis ends on this super duper high note. And uh, he walks over to Sanjo and says, at the end of every, uh, you know, annual speed dating, uh, we have a, we have a, a performance, and uh, I think uh, I think this year I might do it. What What do you think, Sanjo? Oh yes, no. A, a, are you going to perform musically? Uh, well, uh, I, I mean, other than telling stories, that's really. I believe in you. Oh, all right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, uh, and. Uh, he... Yes, you sh- you absolutely should. I believe in you. Set your heart ablaze, as it were. Please, please, I support you. I will be your number one fan, your biggest fan. I will fan you a fan of flames. You can do this. And uh, yeah, uh, a one of the uh, cyclops with the green rings around their eye. Uh, walks up onto the stage and uh, speaks into the magic stone. Testing, testing. All right. Uh, it looks like everything's going well. Um, we're going to wrap up with a, with a performance from our very own Palaganis. Can you imagine the Palaganis annual speed dating ending with a performance from Palaganis himself? Uh, and Palaganis makes his way up the stairs and uh, pulls out his lyre. And uh, he starts playing a beautiful song, and uh, he is—he's doing it. He's got the—he's got the strings going. Everything's going, and uh, everyone out in the whole speed dating audience is uh, vibing with his uh, with his song. And uh, he takes one last look out over the cliff uh, where he used to play his music by himself, 
and uh, he looks down at you and says, I think we did it. Uh, and it's sort of like a under his breath type of thing as he's continuing to play the lyre. And uh, you can see this like wave of enchanting music just going over all these people. And uh, I think uh, we'll, we'll zoom out from there. Uh, and, uh, we uh, sort of get a, a full vision of, uh, of the island. The, the volcano, uh, the uh, various cliffs and things, uh, and we we take one sort of sombery, silent look at uh, the dark, like tunnel that leads to the cave that Palaganus lives in, and uh, yeah, and then we we leave the island as if uh, we're a bird flying off to sea. And, uh, the sun sets and the sky darkens, and uh, the strings of lights light up. And uh, everyone just has a fun time dancing to music. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where the that's where we're gonna close the session here. Yeah. Oh, nice! I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I guess uh, to those listening, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, tune in next time. We got more stuff. All right. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>